Welcome to the Fantasy Champions Fantasy Football Podcast. Here's your host, Morgan Colby and Rick Lemon. What's going on, Fantasy Champs? I'm feeling slightly better. I don't know if I sound better. You sound way better. Oh, good. Good. Um, It's like, uh, I don't know how to explain this because I don't get... I literally, I got COVID this year, and now okay. I just got a cold. Yeah. And during COVID, right, like 2020 and all of 2021, into 2022, I did not get a cold. I did not get COVID. I didn't get anything. And then all of a sudden, in the last four months, uh-huh. I have gotten a cold yep. and COVID. And I'm done. Okay, I'm, I'm like you at this point. And I was just gonna say <laughs> you're, talk, you're preaching to the choir here. My name's Mark Colby. Anyway, by the way, I uh, got Rick Lemon with me as always. What's up? Yeah, I've been there, man. Um, especially, it's about to hit me hard. I actually haven't been sick in a while. Believe it or not. What's a while for you? Four months. Um, gosh, yeah, probably like a. <laughs> no, like since um since. The winter for last year. I've had like uh, sinus infections because of allergies and stuff. Right. But I haven't been like, I haven't had a cold, but it's coming. Winter's coming and I'm just going to get hit like a. Winter is coming. Hit, yeah. Hit like a wave. Oh, should be rough. But either way, we got a, a great, great weekend of games coming up, um, including one that could have 41 inches of snow pounded on top of it. <laughs> Adjust your lineups accordingly. I'm very excited. Like, I will watch that game just to watch this. It snowed in Buffalo this week. Too bad it will be on the same time as the Patriots-Jets. Yeah. So. yeah well, I got my – I got my. I literally I, – just because I love it so much and I never buy it, I almost bought Red Zone this Sunday. Oh, really? You know, I have Red Zone, so. Um, oh, Send me the login deeds, bro. Dude, but you can only use one account. Oh, or else awesome. I would. Well, anyway, I love Red Zone, so it's great. But we have Week 11, starts and sits for this show. Um, hopefully you enjoyed the Thursday night football game. We have not watched it yet because this is pre-recorded on Thursday. So, Christian Watson, Christian Watson, uh, Aaron Rodgers, Christian Watson, Aaron Rodgers. Uh, Christian Watson, Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. I have them both for my team. And the the start of the trade target show should be interesting too because they would have already played and one of the guys that we're going to yeah talk about should we even put him on the on the list yeah let's do, let's do it let's do it okay <laughs> um, <laughs> anyway so we got week eleven starts and sits for this show uh, before we jump into that check our website fantasychampions.com. follow us on Twitter Instagram Facebook TikTok all those fun platforms. Uh, if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or any other podcast platforms, please leave a review, share this podcast with your friends. If you're watching on YouTube, subscribe, click the bell for notifications, like, and comment down below. We are literally in the final stretch of the regular season for fantasy football. Oh, that's wild, One dude. month. One month to go. Four weeks. Four games. Um, and I feel like everyone... I, I mean, I got some teams that are in the in the crapper. I'm not going to lie. And they're all dynasty teams, so that's not good. Uh, one of them, I traded all my picks. Oh, That's even worse. So, like, I'm tanking for somebody else. Uh, but I have an 8-2 and two dynasty league. That's pretty good. 6-4 and four redraft team. Okay. 
Um, and everyone else is trash. Three and seven, four and six, four and six, four and six. I got a lot of four and sixes. Drafted a lot of Jamar Chase. Drafted a lot of Tyree Kill. Drafted a lot of Brees Hall. Uh, Brees Hall. Wait, Tyree Kill. Yeah, yeah. I had him in two leagues. That should be a good thing for you. Yeah, really. <laughs> He's wide receiver be. too. But because I had Jamar Chase right next to him. Oh, uh, well, yep. yeah. That kind of blows. So, anyway, um, we are going to get you some starts and sits as we have. Uh, your, your fa- every week we go along at this point, your fantasy matchups get more and more important. important uh, and your wins become more crucial uh, to get the, the correct playoff seeding or even just to make the playoffs in some leagues. Um, in those four and six leagues, I'm trying to, I'm going to try to get one of those teams to the playoffs. Just one. Yeah. I have to run the well, table. So well, let's go. We're playing each other in one dynasty where we're both three and seven. So whoever wins that game has a shot of making the playoffs. Oh, that's right. But if you're trying to tank, then you kind of want to lose. Right. Do I, so, do I, I don't know. Do you want to go for it? Or do you want to lose? I'm, I haven't set my lineups yet, so you would never know. Kenneth Walker's on a buy. You got a dub there, buddy. Dubs all We'll day. see. Honestly, hey, 10 man band, I got field, so it kind of. My team stacked for the future of that out. league, though, Rick. So watch out. Stacked anyway, with what? My team is stacked in that league for the future. Oh, I know. Mine's not. Um, but anyway, so let's let's start with the starts of the week, and then we'll jump into some sits and try to get you in and out of here relatively quickly. Uh, we did enough talking on our first show this week for 58 minutes. Um, but anyway, um, number one on this list is Drake London versus the Chicago Bears. Uh, the Bears are trash defensively. Um, actually, that's a that's a tough statement. That's a they are not they, good. They're they're not. They good. traded away their best defense players. Yeah, so. so since they did that, they have not been good. But. Um, right now, they currently give up, um, I think it's 25 fantasy points a game to the wide receiver position, uh, which was much lower when they had, was it, um, what's his name? Who did they trade? Roquan Smith. Yeah. Uh, Jaquan Brisker, also their, their young um, rookie safety, who has been great this year. Uh, I believe he got hurt Sunday. So, um unfortunate in that situation, but it looks as though Chicago is a very, very easy matchup for the wide receiver position at this point. Um, Drake London has been kind of up and down. Like I remember early in the season, he was having some really good games for Atlanta. People were saying he's people were saying he's great. And he had what was ranked top 18 in fantasy football. I mean, 12, 24, and 14 is a pretty good start. So, uh, but everyone was like, okay, this guy's going to light up the field and, you know, blow it up this year and he's going to be the next Jamar Chase, right? Uh, and then all of a sudden he kind of fell off a cliff. He had 3 7, seven, one, seven two, and then 14 against the Carolina Panthers. Um, I think this week against Chicago is a good play. I think it's a good matchup. I think it's a week where you can get, you know, a. 15 around a 14 or 15 point game out of Drake London. And and, and the, there's truth to be told here about the situation with Atlanta and not having any weapons to throw the ball. I mean, they force fed eight targets last week to Kyle Pitts and he caught two of them. So I mean, I can't wait to, uh, do they have catchable passes right now? Or is yeah, that, yeah, that's on uh, you can go on player profile. I, I really want to look it up. See right what Kyle Pitts is. Yeah, but I'm in. I'm in on. Uh, I'm in on Drake London. Tell me about Drake London this week, Rick. Yeah, uh, man, London is somebody who I've kind of been out on all year. Um, 
even when he was doing good in the beginning of the season, I wasn't really buying it. And then he came back down to earth and even was worse, uh, I think, than a lot of people expected. Even I expected. I mean, he hadn't had a game where he had double-digit fans points since week three. Um, and then last week, finally, of course, playing against me, uh, <laughs> comes back and scores a touchdown and has a productive week. Uh, I will say he's a little bit touchdown-reliant, um, which does scare me. But against Chicago, it is a great matchup. He's mm-hmm. going to face... Um, a really piss poor defense right now and not a great secondary. Um, that Bears defense has just been getting torched constantly the last yeah. like three or four weeks, really since the Patriots game. So um, it, it, if you're going to play one in, this is definitely the week to do it. Uh, he's not somebody that I'm going out of my way to start, but obviously if you have some bye weeks, you need somebody in your flex, you know, you're looking at your bench and you're like, should I start this guy or should I start that guy? London, if you have him on your team, he's on your bench. You need somebody to plug and play in your flex. He's a he's a really good choice this week. Um, by the way, Kyle Pitts, I'm trying to find his catchable target rate, but I can't find it. Um, but I can tell you the true catch rate okay. is eighty percent. And his actual catch rate is forty six point three. Oh my gosh. That might be like historically bad. I I can't remember just an example. Of anyone being that bad, it's brutal. Like that that or having, sorry, let me rephrase that. Having that big of a difference between those two statistics, yeah, which is huge. Yeah. Um, but anyway, yeah. So I, I think you know, like it's hard for London for me if you have him because it's like he has had some really brutal games in the last six weeks. Right, And it's like, you know, outside of the 14-point game, he's basically been worthless for fantasy. And if you decided to start him after his, like, good start, it's just kind of like one of those situations where it's, like, it's tougher to, um, you know, put him in your starting lineup and, and, and be like, oh, yeah, this guy's going to be good. So it's like, I do think he's a good play this week. If he doesn't end up working out, I apologize. I wish... Uh... I know they're not going to do it, but I'd like to see Desmond Ritter at this point over Mariota. I think we've seen enough from Marcus Mariota. Yeah, I, I agree. I want to see Ritter. Um, all right, let's talk about the number two start of the week, which is Antonio Gibson at the Houston Texans. Going to Houston. Okay. The The Washington Commanders are head, headed over to Houston to play a game. Um, Who would have thought the red-hot Commanders, huh? They've won... Uh, Two of their last three, and almost three in a row. Heineke. And it's against the Vikings and Eagles. Heineke's got the drip. He's wearing those gold chains. Oh, yeah. Kirk Thuggins and... This this is what happens. uh, This is what happens all the time with Heineke. He has like five good games, and then all of a sudden it just collapses. So... Um, Gibson started off the season really well, 20 fantasy points, 12 fantasy points, 11, and then he had a bad game against Dallas, and then uh, Brian Robinson came back. Right. And, you know, from there it was six fantasy points, eight fantasy points. The one thing that has held consistent for him for the most part has been his pass-catching work, obviously. We assume that would stay. Um, he yep. averages about four to five targets a game, which is good. Um, but... And- he kind of took over the back, didn't really take over the backfield, but they started to give him more work rushing the football on top of his pass catching work around week like seven. So since then, week seven, eight, nine, and 10, he had 
16 points against Green Bay, 20 points against Minnesota, 14 points against uh, Philadelphia. And that's a tougher matchup for running backs. And now he's got Houston and Atlanta coming up. And this matchup against Houston, Houston has been legitimately one of the worst running run defenses in the NFL. 30 fantasy points a game to the running back position. And if you're going to give uh, Brian Robinson 10 of those, uh, it'll be a 20-point game for Antonio Gibson. Um, yeah. Uh, to be honest, last week, the uh, commanders, I believe, ran the ball over 40 times. Oh, good God. So against Houston this week, uh, both Gibson and Robinson, I think, are good starts. Robinson last week had 26 carries. Um, oh but... He blows too. He's not even good with the carry. Yeah, he, he three yards carry. Um, but against Houston, he might get four yards carry. Watch out. Uh, he doesn't even have any burst. Like like for Dalvin Cook, right? If he's having a bad game, I just keep feeding him the rock because at some point he's going to break off an eighty yard touchdown. Robinson can't do that. So like, why do you continue feeding him the ball? Like he's going to get more yards because it's a good story. Oh That's God, I can't stand about it. it. But Gibson has that ability. But what Gibson does that Brian Robinson doesn't. Yeah is uh, his pass pass catching work. Uh he hasn't been overly involved in the passing game. Yeah. Uh with three targets, but um that's good enough lately to give him a PPR I guess floor. Mm-hmm. Um and against Houston it's a great matchup. It's a, as you said a horrible run defense. So if he just does what he keeps doing, I think Jaden McKissick is is still going to be out. He's missed the last couple games, mm-hmm. which has helped Gibson a lot. Because with all three running backs, if they try to use all three, it's just really disgusting. But with McKissick out, they don't really use a third guy. It's really just Gibson and Robinson, which is still a little gross, but it's at least manageable. Um, I think Gibson will be in line for double-digit fantasy points pretty easily against Houston Uh based on that matchup and the work that he could get, not only on the ground, but in the pass game. Agreed. Let's talk about uh, number three and the final start of the week for us, and it's Daniel Jones versus the Danny Dimes Lions. One of these stream guys getting on the freaking start list. Stream of the week, maybe. Yeah, dude. Um, he's been he's been um, you know, mid for fantasy football <laughs> this year. The way you said that, he's been okay. You he's know? been mid. Yeah. Which for Daniel Jones is an upgrade yeah, over what, upgrade he's what he normally been. does. On the season rank, QB 15 week one. Just going to go week one to week 10. QB 15, QB 21, QB 17, QB 8, QB 20, uh, QB 17, QB 3, and then QB 25 and QB 14 on the season. And he's had some really good games. I, I would say right now, like, a good quarterback performance is 18 points. Yeah. Um. He did that against Houston. He had a 28-point game against Jacksonville. So um, I, I think this would be a good week against Detroit. Detroit sucks. They just are – I'm not even joking. They're bad. And yeah, it's, they're very bad. Like they right now, they give up 23 points a game to the quarterback position. Um, they've had the likes of uh, many quarterbacks this season destroy them. Um, I don't think Daniel Jones is going to give this to you via the air. Um, I could see one or two rushing touchdowns and a bunch of rushing opportunity in this game um, and some high percentage opportunities to throw some touchdowns. But uh, outside of that, I don't see Daniel Jones like like they're they are they are at a high level babying him. Right. Like he has thrown, he's thrown <laughs> two picks on the year, which is good. Like he's not throwing a lot of interceptions, but I mean, he's thrown it 237 times. Uh 
Mahomes does that in four games. <laughs> yeah. So, so, I mean, it's like on the season, like I would be shocked. If fair. He got, I would be shocked if he hit 2,500 passing yards and, and 14 touchdowns this year passing. That's but insane. The, <laughs> he's he's going to have like the worst amount of yards and touchdowns for like any starter that plays a full eight, 17 games. He could reach 600 yards rushing and like six rushing touchdowns this year. Right, and so, that will make up for it. That will that will make up for it. Fantasy wise, but I think against Detroit, like regardless of what happens, this is one of the easier matchups against his easiest matchups this year. Um, you know, Chicago, Jacksonville. Right, um, he's had some really good performances. So I think against Detroit, he continues that. I think he's a top twelve quarterback this week. And and if you need a stream back end and a guy that could surprise in terms of his performance, it's definitely Danny Dimes. Yeah, and he's going off a 20-point week, too, or 19 against Houston. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think Detroit's passing defense is just as bad, if not worse, than Houston. So mm-hmm. if he can do that against Houston, I think he can do it against Detroit. We've obviously seen um, Detroit in the beginning of the year was having an historically bad defensive season. Yeah. I don't think it's historically bad anymore, but it's still like bottom three in the league, if not the worst, still yeah. in the NFL. Yep. Um, and it's at home, too, so... Should be a good game for Danny Dimes. Should get some rushing in there. I could see a rushing touchdown. Um, I would expect like an 18 to 20 point week out of him. Mm-hmm. Uh, but to be fair to Danny Dimes, they are babying him a lot, but he's doing a good job with limited action. Yeah. And he doesn't exactly have um, an elite receiving core either. Like no. the Giants receivers are kind of terrible. Yeah, they're not really good. Darius Slayton right now is his best option. Wanda Robinson is in and out of the lineup. Yeah. And Kenny Galladay is like a healthy scratch. So it's really Every just week. like practice squad players. And he's he's doing what he has to do. So uh, good on Danny Dimes. I think he's going to have another good week this week. But after that, it, it, I don't know. Rest of the season, if I want to roll with him. Um, all right, let's talk about some sits on the week. Number one and the most painful for Rick. Yep. Michael Pittman versus Philadelphia. Now, I yep. will say, I do like Pittman. Uh, rest of season especially if they're starting um, Matt Ryan. Keep, I don't know why I'm having such trouble with Matt Ryan's name. Matty Ice. But uh, Matty Ice, yeah, if they keep starting him. And I actually, the funny thing is, is I think you bring in uh, this new head coach, um, Jeff Saturday. Saturday. Yeah, I I think he's going to cook some stuff up on that offensive line. And if that thing improves, uh, I think the, I think the Colts might be a lot better than people think they are. Um, but I, that's fair. Uh, I, I do think like Michael Pittman, I, I valued Michael Pittman highly when Matt Ryan was on the field. As soon as they said they were going with Ellinger rest of season, it hurt. that is when I was like, all right, like they're going with this young quarterback who's known for his rushing ability. Like this isn't going to look good for, for Michael Pittman. And then as soon as they started him two games in a row, Michael Pittman had get bad games and that was confirmation for me. So I was out. I was like, see you later. They started Matt Ryan this week, and you know, as far as production-wise for Michael Pittman, um, you know, was it good or bad? I don't even remember. He had know. twelve fantasy points. He had twelve fantasy so, points. Nine I mean, targets, seven catches, fifty-three yards. So it wasn't an elite performance by any means, but he he got the target share back that he was getting when Matt Ryan was throwing him the ball prior. So, yeah. um, with that being said, like. I think Michael Pittman rest of season is a is is a decent guy to have, um, but I think this week against Philadelphia, who's been one of the best defenses in the NFL, is going to be an extremely tough game for Michael Pittman. So I would sit him this week 
um, and and long for better days. Plus, I'm I I believe that Michael Pittman's going to be good, right? Yeah, but I don't know if he's going to be good. So, like based <laughs> yeah. on his performances on the season, like you know, at this point he should be considered a start on a week to week basis. But this week I'm going to sit him uh, because tough matchup. Yeah, this also what I'll say is like it does feel like a get back right game for the Eagles uh-huh. where you're coming off a loss and they're such a good team that they're just going to destroy the Colts. I, I think that's a possibility. But then again, I agree with you. I think if Jeff Saturday improves that offensive line and they actually don't go to Sam Ellinger and openly tank, um, <laughs> that the Colts are at least like, they might not be a good team, but they're at least um, – better than i think some people would consider them mm-hmm. uh but yeah against the eagles i don't know it's it's really hard uh i do think Pittman with matt ryan in there has a good floor mm-hmm. um i think he'll at least have a couple receptions and have a decent week but if you're able to sit him and you have um somebody on your bench that you think could get 15 plus mm-hmm. points and have a big week i i wouldn't blame you for putting him in over Pittman. fair enough uh, number two, James Conner versus San Francisco. San Francisco gives up 14 points a game to the to the running back position. And I bring James Conner into this conversation because he came back, right? And O Benjamin got cut too. Yeah, that was weird. Very weird. He got picked up right away. There was like six teams that put in a claim for him. Chiefs were one of them too. Funny Chiefs. Yeah. But um, James Conner comes back. Uh, I don't know what they were doing with him before, but he has 21 carries this week. Three catches, 17 yards. Um, he had 69 yards rushing. He was Three yards carry. very, very inefficient through the air and on the ground. Um, and this day was kind of saved by two, two rushing touchdowns. Yeah. And he had 23 fantasy points against Los Angeles. I don't think he's going to score two touchdowns again against San Francisco. Um I think this is going to be a game where he comes back down to earth. He's very not good. And, uh, and he burns your fantasy teams. And like, he just, he hasn't been good this season. Like when he's playing like week one, he had 15 fantasy points because of a touchdown, but he had 2.6 yards of carry on the season. His average right now is 3.8 yards of carry. Uh And through the air, it's even worse. It's five, uh, five yards per catch. Or six yards per catch. So it, it's just, he's not looked efficient. He's not looked good. He looks very different. He's had one RB1 season, I mean, a week on the season. And uh, and I just don't think he's going to get back to that 23-point performance against Los Angeles until he plays the Chargers the following week. Um, so I would sit him against Sanford this week. Yeah, I agree with you. He, he hasn't been the same. He's been injured a lot this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, also kind of an old man running back a little bit, playing in an offense that mm-hmm. has been underachieving for sure. Um, I think he benefited with Colt McCoy as a starter because they try to run the ball more yeah. and, and uh, he was able to get some dump offs from him. And I don't know if he's starting this week, but San Francisco's defense is just so good against running backs. Um, and I was tempted to say like James Carter could be a buy, um, a decent buy option for a late playoff run since mm-hmm. he hasn't been great this year and you'd probably get him relatively cheap, but his schedule is so brutal down the stretch and he still hasn't had his buy. So outs- he has the chargers week 12, but then you're like, buying a lot of garbage. Week. If you buy him, 
Yeah, he's got the Patriots, the Broncos, and the Bucks. Like that's such a brutal stretch. Yeah. Um, four of his next five games. So I wouldn't even buy him. Um, and then this week too, it's just like I, I'm not excited to be playing him at all against San Francisco. And I think the 49ers are probably gonna win that game. Agreed. Uh, and the final, the final sit we got this week is all the Jets running backs quickly versus the New England Patriots. Um, I don't know what they did last time, but it wasn't good. It wasn't good. And, and uh, the, the Patriots so far this year, they've improved uh, against the running game for the most part. And they've only given up 15 fantasy points a game, which is one fantasy point per game off the 49ers and the second hardest matchup for running backs in fantasy football. Uh, and you have, that's an, I think it's enough of a sample size at this point through 11 weeks to, at this point on a points per game basis, say the Patriots are a tough run defense. Uh, to yeah. play. Uh, and so with that being said, you have a committee here with James Robinson, Michael Carter. Um, if you have either one of those guys, this is just not a week to put them in your lineup. Like I, you know, even if you aren't, you're on buys, like, I don't care. Like just get them out of your lineup. I, th- this feels like a game where the jets are probably going to be like, Hey, we got to pass it. And you know, whether yep. that's a good thing or a bad thing, I don't think the running game is going to be super involved and, uh, and it's going to be a bad week to start either one of those guys. Last time they just played the Pats, James Robinson. It was his, I believe it was his first game. Mm-hmm. Oh, or maybe it was his second game. Um, but he was still relatively new to the Jets, but still. Um, had five carries for 17 yards. And Michael Carter in that game had seven carries for 26 yards. Michael Carter did have seven targets in that game for four catches. So he was able to get 10 face points. But Michael Carter still 10 face points. And then James Robinson had one. So I don't expect either guy to, uh, to do that great against the Pats. Mm. Um, and the pa- Patriots have been excellent on defense all year. Um, and they've been excellent against running backs. So just a really tough matchup. It's hard to justify starting either one of those guys unless you really need to. Yep. Agreed. There you have it. Starts and sits. Week 11. We got buys and sells coming up on Friday. So be sure to check that out. Improve your roster before the all-important Week 12 bet deadline. Uh, and we'll keep it rolling. Enjoy the rest of your week, guys. See you later. See you. Thank you for listening to the Fantasy Champions Podcast. Make sure you subscribe on iTunes and YouTube and follow us on Twitter at the FF Champs.